talking about lead. Hey, hey. Fire up that stogie when the deal is done. Short fuse, black cat, everybody run. Welcome to Lit with Larry, and I'm Larry. And I'm Jesse. Let's get lit. Yeah, let's get lit. Cheers. Go ahead. Cheers. I'm trying to hit my microphone to my glass there to make the noise. (laughs) Uh, Well, Larry, producer JB and Larry are here today. Uh, We might have a guest pop in, a special guest from overseas in Ireland. I'm not sure if his internet's working out, but hopefully he'll pop in at some point. Um, But it's Friday, May 8th. Uh, another happy hour, another great week in quarantine, still in the basement, um, still working from home. But um, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, right? I mean, I think that we are able to to go back to work on the 15th, right, JB? Well, yeah, I mean, certain things opened in Kentucky on the 5th and then another tranche of uh, new businesses soon, so. Um, yeah. well, our sponsor base 110 is reopening, I guess they never closed, but they're going to resume regular hours on Monday. I've been told. Wow. Yeah. And so uh, JB, do you plan on going back? I guess do both of you plan on going back? Uh, not Larry, <laughs> not Larry for a while. You know, I'm, I'm solidly in the kill zone being over 60 and. You know, all my health conditions and alcohol, alcoholism and, you know, other stuff. And so, um, JB, I'm sure. Yeah, I've been there once about once a week. I plan to probably slowly over the week transition back. Gotcha. Well, um, having that light at the end of the tunnel is really refreshing, though, right? I mean, so I don't plan on going back because I'm still, my wife went back to work and the kids are still here and we have, a sitter coming in. So I'm just kind of helping out. So uh, I don't think daycares are going to open until mid June. So I've got this life for a while. I think we talked about this before. I'm in no hurry. This may surprise you, but I'm in no hurry to be in a restaurant or a bar. Yep. But Jesse's not paying attention. So in roof, not, not soon or what? I mean, I had it for for takeout today, but I don't think I want to sit and restaurants or bar settings. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. Not even at like 25% capacity. I just feel no. No, because I think the people that are going to go are the people the people that would want to go and sit in that environment are the people that probably have been careless and shouldn't be around other people. Yeah. You you're probably right. Or I mean, maybe or the the people who are just ready to break out who have kids and just need to get out. Like I I can't wait to go to a Mexican restaurant and eat some Mexican food and have a margarita on site. But I have been enjoying the to-go margaritas and I I think they should keep those going forever. <laughs> um there if, we I, go. if I did go get the test and it showed that I had had it, then I would feel better about it. But I'm not even sure if I can get that test yet. Yeah. Hey, Larry, our guest says he's joining. So if you want to approve him or I don't know the next step here, but. He well, Seamus. Yep, there, <laughs> there we go. go. He's joining. There we go. Seamus. Hey, guys. Larry, it's <laughs> good to uh, see you. 
put a put a, a, a face to the voice, I guess. I like that you uh, kept with the Irish names. Irish name Seamus McGregor. Well, it used to be uh, that bad bitch Baskin, but I think everyone got sick of Tiger King memes. <laughs> I just went to Seamus. <laughs> That's funny. Well, we're just we're talking about um, the light at the end of the tunnel a little bit, and uh, talking about what it's how in well in Kentucky at least we're going to be back somewhat to normal by probably mid June where daycares open, restaurants have started opening, and things like that. Okay, we're coming out of this a little slower than you guys, I believe. When do you and when do you think you're going to be able to come back? I know you're moving back. Uh, I am booked for the 26th of this month, so hopefully the 26th. Like to fly, uh, your flight's on the 26th? It is, yes. Nice. Stephanie's too? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. It was the only time um, we could get the dog to go, and the prices just shot up overnight. So then they've, they've cut right back. They were flying at least two a day, and now they're doing – like four a week. Wow. Um, so. And ha- so how much money have you spent on that shithead dog that you have, Bobo, to get him to different places where you've, you're traveling? <laughs> what would you think now? Uh, uh, at least a grand. Oh my. Okay. Maybe like closer to two and a half. <laughs> Oh my god, that's hilarious! That's almost as much as I spent on Thomas, and he he was uh, handicapped. Yeah, I had to. I, I also had to pay a grand to put Bosco down. Oh. I, yeah. So yeah, I, I could be doing. I could be driving a truck or something if I didn't have these dogs. <laughs> well, I have three kids, so imagine what I could be doing. Yeah, but you chose that. Don't put your burden on me. <laughs> <laughs> we probably need to describe like what's what James and Stephanie have lived in the United States, but then they moved back to the mother country, but now they're coming back. Yeah. <laughs> what's that? I said, it's always good to have some context. Yeah. No, we don't need context in this radio show. Yeah. We need 110 proof. <laughs> well, Larry, what are we talking about today? What's the theme? I thought Larry? that was your idea. Well, you're the Going one who back, had the in- big idea. You had the intro all planned out about there's how to celebrate. Yeah, time to celebrate. So we're going to talk about good times and uh, celebrating and maybe some times where we took it a little bit too far and got hammered. Yeah. So yeah. I have, yeah. I wanted to start off, I was thinking about this. So I know that when JB and I, you know, JB and I were coworkers, when we closed a big deal or, um, you know, I sold my house or sold my truck or whatever, we always ended up at the Merrick for at least a couple of pours of of bourbon and typically got, you know, ended up going there at five and not coming back till 11, uh, kind of thing. But what, and all the time that you lived in New York, uh, and I know you probably closed some big advertising deals and were a president of a publicly traded company. So what, what, what was your spot for a, for a big celebration or a big deal? Uh, great question. Thank you. But first, we must say 
that uh, we got to uh, give a shout out to our sponsor. Oh my, Kevin! God. We can do that later. Just answer the damn question. Well, you know, I, I actually wanted to put up my Carlisle whiskey, you know, in front of the thing. But um, the uh, the celebrations, uh, you know, you got to celebrate the small victories and the big victories. And uh, typically, what we would do is just, you know, get a get a roundup. You know, it wasn't going to the most expensive restaurant in New York. You know, dropping you know two or three grand for a small party. You know, it was really just kind of catering stuff into the office, getting everyone around, uh, telling them to invite their you know spouse, their friend, whatever. You know, and just throwing a you know a bit of a party there. Very social gathering, very uh, tight, close kinds of uh, you know. So, uh, how many kind of parties? Let's say. Two questions. Yeah, what would con- what would you consider like revenue wise a big deal that would warrant a party, and how many employees would be at said party? Well, we had um, we had like six offices, so each office could do different things. Largest office uh, was uh, Philly, I think. You know, uh, and uh, New York and L.A. Um, San Francisco, Seattle. And uh, so each office was allowed to do kind of whatever they wanted. But, a, a, you know, a big account was like three to five million dollars, you know, annually. Um, yeah. And average account was, you know, probably about a million dollars, you know, was the average. So were, and, those, were those parties like Wolf of Wall Street parties? Or <laughs> this the theme is about getting drunk here, so let's like let's hear some stories about midget throwing and strippers and all that kind of stuff. Well, you know, let, let me actually go back instead of like my my um, uh, personal uh, startup CEO, president, public company kind of shit, and go back to uh, when I started in advertising. And so I started uh, at the uh, Madman Agency called Delafamina Trevisano and Partners, which literally was the inspiration for Mad Men, the TV. And so every November, uh, we had two things that happened. One is we had the uh, sex, po- sex party contest, and then we had the secretary's party luncheon. And we now, talked about the sex party contest, right? Yeah, yeah, we have. And Where everybody you know, voted on who they'd have sex with, and you lost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I... Not only lost, I never even made the the ballot. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, but the uh, secretary's luncheon. The the one of the damn funniest things was there was a there was a fellow. God bless his soul. He's passed away, uh, Bill, and (laughs) straight up, you know, seriously, one of the most straight up person. Totally not involved with the agency. And so Bill goes to this uh, party. It was always at a Mexican restaurant. We're drinking, you know, shots of tequila, margaritas, you know, everything. And so about halfway into the party, which is like noon to five, uh, about three o'clock, he just face plants into a bowl of guacamole. (laughs) And this is your boss? He was one of my bosses, yes. And it was was legend. It became the, the thing of getting trashed, totally getting trashed, you know, at a, uh, 
you know, at a corporate function. And not only did he not uh, get, uh, you know, what I call beaten down, he like became legend. It was like, hey, Bill, you know, <laughs> everyone like loved him after that. It was like so cool. So. Well, yeah. And, uh, and JB's current CEO, my former CEO, uh, we've got some fun stories about him and <laughs> his interactions, but he's in his mid forties and he is like a machine. It's like Jack Daniels is his oil and he can party till 4am and be up seven thirty in the morning and be ready to go. Um, but we've seen him do some funny things too. Which I'm not going to mention on air cause I don't know if his employees listen to this podcast, but uh, it's been, it was pretty funny for the, for the time it was. I've got a story for when my, when I was growing up in the small town, I grew up in Nebraska. My parents had a dinner party for my grandparents, like on their 40th wedding anniversary, I think. And so my parents were obviously the youngest people there was like people, my par- grandparents age. So people in their early sixties, probably there was one guy there who uh, was in my grandpa's grew up together. We're in the same graduating class, same fraternity, same everything, lifelong friends. But he and his wife knew were known to drink a little bit. And everyone had been drinking quite a bit at this point. But at the end of the night, everyone had had dinner and they're kind of sitting around and still drinking. And this uh, Jack went uh, to like the coffee table and put his hand in a bowl full of potpourri and then just put it in his mouth and started eating it like it was like it was a uh, check dip or something like that check mix or something like that and my brothers and I were just astonished that this guy didn't know what he was doing um, and that kind of became legendary a legendary story about Jack Palmer eating potpourri oh at this at this party yeah i wonder how what he shit out the next day <laughs> little little sticks of cinnamon and uh, clove cloves leaves, I guess. The roses really smell like poo poo or whatever. Yeah. Poopery. Yes, yeah. I've watched the and JB, you know him as well. I've watched the good friend of ours um, demolish sunflowers, like the chewed out, spit out sunflower seeds. Oh. Yeah. Do I know this person? Oh, Jamie Fredericks. Yes, he he ate those. He was eating them, wondering why they tasted terrible, until some, I think it was AJ, pointed out to him that he'd already chewed the sunflower seeds, and that he was in fact chewing chewed up husk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, and then you always have the classic story of the guy who has the dip cup, and then someone comes up beside them and mm. accidentally picks up the dip spit cup and takes a drink out of it yeah i've I've done that before it was the worst Mm. Uh, well speaking of well i think producer jb has to check out a little bit early today so one of the first stories that popped into my mind talking about over celebrating is what i thought it was jb's 30th birthday but it's his 31st and this is when he lived, we, I think I was your roommate at the time. We lived at the yep. mayor in a townhome and he had a party at, at our place, invited over a bunch of friends. And I don't know, it probably got to like 10 or 11 PM and everybody just kind of, we were planning, everybody's planning on going out afterwards. And, you know, JB was really drunk. I was pretty on, well on my way. People just start walking out like, you know, and then, you know, it's down to like two couples and JB and I, and they just look at me and they're like, 
you're on your own with this shit. So JB and I proceed to just go out by ourselves. Everybody else abandoned me completely. Uh, and I had to deal with, with JB's drunken ass. But then halfway through, and you can tell the story better than I can, JB, but uh, we stopped right outside of Harvey's, right? Is that where we were? Yeah, I think so. Um, on the courthouse. And I was just like, look, I got to puke. And so I ended up puking in the, in the yard of the courthouse and JB just grabs my, basically just grabbed me by the shirt and said, let's go, keep going. <laughs> ended up staying out till like four in the morning. That's it was a, a true, <laughs> it was a true puke and rally. It was a, yeah. Look, that was one of the best rallies I've ever had in my life. Yeah. I was pretty faded and you, th- you basically injected me with some Red Bull vodkas and I came back to life. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of, uh, um, one of the people at that night, Rob Cadill, at his bachelor party in Louisville, we uh, had gone to Churchill Downs during the day for horse races. It was like a really hot July, July or August day. And uh, we were drinking bourbon instead of drinking beer, probably. So that's pretty thick and heavy. And so then we went to dinner, and I wasn't feeling good at dinner. And then we walked out of dinner and like got two steps out onto the sidewalk and I just like threw up like liquid just straight away, like straight up like a fountain, like a little boy fountain basically of the water coming out of my mouth for like 30 seconds. SNL sketches where they've got the tube here where it's like, ah, yeah. 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 (laughs) That's funny. Uh, That's great. The, uh, for me, I was, I don't know, 24 years old working big time advertising agency in New York City, you know, uh, handling some big time advertising accounts, you know, um, uh, uh, I guess I probably shouldn't drop names, but, you know, Ziploc bags, saran wrap, handy wrap, you know, Dow bathroom cleaner, and the client comes into town, we take them out to a big time uh, steak dinner house and we have a uh, seriously good dinner uh, as in like a hundred dollars a plate steaks etc cetera, etc cetera. you know three or four bottles of wine between four of us everything's great well everything's great and suddenly uh, who's Andy Gator uh, my friend Andy who's Trying right. to join. Yeah, go ahead and let him in. All right. We've got two guests today. Yeah. <laughs> Andy. You're just lucky that there's no video to this because <laughs> Andy looks unique. <laughs> well, Andy. we are. Maybe you could describe him. <laughs> there we go. Well, Lovely, yeah. huh? Easiest way to describe him is a homeless person. <laughs> a homeless pro- a homeless person driving a super duty truck. <laughs> yeah. Well, go well, ahead with your story, Larry. Oh, I was just saying. So I'm eating at this uh, steakhouse. Uh, the name is Chrisella's. You know, one of the top, you know, uh, you know, uh, top steakhouses in New York City. So we have this wonderful meal. Uh, bottles of wine, entertaining the client, everyone's having fun. And so, uh, you know, three hours later, we walk out the restaurant. As we exit the 
townhouse restaurant. I turned to the side and I just puked my guts. <laughs> so, so there's a hundred dollars worth of steak and wine, you know, on the sidewalk. Were the, and this was with a big client? No, no. Fortunately, it was only with my boss. Gotcha. But my <laughs> boss, Mitch, has told the story a hundred times. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, you know, he has told this a hundred times. He's like, oh, man, this kid, you know, he, lived, uh, and he puked his guts, you know. <laughs> well, All I right, want to so, hear from our yeah, I want to hear from so our guests. Xander is joining us. Is it, we got so we've got three <laughs> guests this week. Wait. All right, Jesse, can we ask questions on this? Because I, I, yes. Hold I, on, I, let's let's take a second to regroup here. I've got an empty drink, so I'm going to mention our sponsor. We can cut part of this out, but I think now's a good time to throw out the sponsor and regroup. Uh, we'll have a second half yes, of sir. this. Evan, figure out what's good and what's bad. Evan, so. so I've got an empty glass here. I was drinking some scotch because um, that's what Larry said he was drinking. But um, our, our sponsor, Ernie's, and, um, you know, we've been talking about drinking this whole episode, um, which maybe we should get back to in general. But the best place to buy your drinks in Lexington, Ernie's Spirits on Harrodsburg Road. Uh, shout out to Kevin and Justin there. This week they provided us with some Shaxberry dry cider. This was Larry's idea to get these ciders. Uh, Justin over there says these are great. They're gluten-free, all-natural, sugar-free. Um, so we appreciate your support, and uh, thank you for that. We've got a dry and a semi-dry, so I'm gonna let's go ahead and open those. All right. Can vouch for Ernie's. Can 100% vouch for Ernie's. There we go. Best place to buy your drinks in Lexington. Yes. Thank you, sir. Um, Love well, it. Thanks, so Kev. To get back to... So AJ's now here. We've got Andy, AJ, and Seamus as our guests. Um, the theme today is, uh, you, and you can talk about what you're drinking when you, uh, when you tell your story, but the theme today is good times. So we're just talking about some times where we're maybe carried on a little too bit, whether it be for work or any other purpose. But uh, James, you, I think you had some questions, uh, but and we'll let you ask those. But I think with this crew, we should talk about Saturday at Andy's because that lasted <laughs> for a while, and that was a pretty damn great. Oh time. man! Especially the first one. Uh, but I'll let you all tell that story. Uh, but James, you have questions? I do. I had a question for Larry, and I can't get past it. So we, Larry, wait, 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 wait! So we have a live question from the audience, Larry. This is perfect. All right, James. So. You mentioned it. You just dropped like, oh, you're not a small party, two or three grand on a dinner. Like, uh, except for like a car or a house, I don't think I've ever spent two or three grand on anything. Uh, like, what, what, so what's like the most expensive meal that you've ever taken part of? Like, I assume in New York, but. Well, actually, the two or the, um, there was about a three to four thousand dollar dinner in Boston at a seafood restaurant on behalf of uh, Dow Consumer Products. That was what I alluded to with the uh, Dow Bathroom Cleaner Saran Rabbit. Ziploc <laughs> bags. Um, and there was, a, a, it was like 12 people. You know, so seriously food and drink, yeah. uh, three to $4,000, you know, not a big deal. Uh, that particular story ended really funny. Because um, the uh, my associate Nona, uh, very attractive young woman. Um, I was oh, yes. probably twenty five. She was probably thirty. 
And uh, we missed our last flight out from Boston to New York. So we hook up with one of the, the, one of the uh, sales reps at this dinner party who drops us off at a hotel. And what's totally funny is that we go to this hotel and we have a nightcap. And so uh, she's very attractive. And so she gets at the bar and suddenly like guys are swarming around her and like hitting on her. But our guest, the guy that drove us there, it starts hitting on me. And so, <laughs> you know, I was better looking you know, 30 years earlier, but... I highly uh, doubt that, but... <laughs> but I find, I found that totally <laughs> funny. Um, but anyways, so on a personal, on an individual basis, uh, it was probably, probably about, um, I don't know, $200 a plate at the Four Seasons restaurant in Manhattan. Uh, four people, business dinner, you know, but um, that was probably on an individual basis, probably the most. I've, I've rang up a $3,000 tab but on just bourbon with clients before. So, like, how much better is, like, $200 plate versus, say, cheddars? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, that's what Jesse said is, you know, there's a difference between 80 and 130 proof. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all um, for your taste, James. It's all for your taste. Yeah. And your Did taste they, is cheddars. They There's a show about that on Netflix, James. <laughs> is chicken tendies an option at $200 a plate? Chicken tendies. Chicken chicky tendies. Chicken <laughs> chicky <laughs> tendies. Uh, all right, well, Jay. Hey, Jesse. All right. Yeah. Hey, Jay. Let's go. Well, hey, Andy. Andy, what did you have to say? All right. I was going to talk about the first Saturday at Andy's. Yeah, let's do that. That's a good. That's a good Which time. Happens to be named, I guess, from my house. Um. Guess. This is what I remember. This is what I remember about it, and I will tell you that I was not in any state to remember anything. But I know that this was after Jesse turned me on to bourbon. And that first day, that first time was he called me up on a Friday. I was at work and he goes, hey, you want to come camp outside of this liquor store for a Pappy Van Winkle release? And I said, yeah, why not? And so we camped out. And then pretty much I think it was either the next weekend or the weekend after that, uh, where I had spent way too much money on bourbon uh, already, um, we had the first Saturday at Andy's. And the Saturday at Andy's happened because we had drank Friday night and then we did not want to stop, but we had to go home. And the first thing that happened Saturday morning is I called up, I believe it was Mason and Jesse. And AJ, you were already living at the house. Um, and they came over and I think it was nine o'clock in the morning, maybe 10 o'clock. Um, but we started drinking whatever we had at eight or nine o'clock in the morning. And then AJ's girlfriend <laughs> at the time. <laughs> That's right. Well, who else, who else showed up though? Cause it was, uh, it was Larry, Jesse, Larry, Mason, Larry, AJ, me. That um, might've been it. Jamie. I think well, that was it. We had the, we, yeah. 
Gary Gregg, maybe. Maybe um, Gary, Gregg. yeah, Gary Gregg. Yeah. But the and then we had I don't know if the first one wasn't Jesse's last stand, right? That was a different No, story. no. Yeah. No, the first one the first one was, was when yeah. AJ's girlfriend realized that she did not belong with AJ. <laughs> <laughs> because because we she came over and we room. ran out of the house and everyone was in their underwear running out of my house with in a techno music in the background. Much, yeah, techno music in the bathroom. We we had we were watching, we had gone through and we we're like, let's find the worst music videos we can find. And we were watching DeAntvert. We were watching some crazy freaking music videos, just blaring it out of my, out of the, whatever stereo system I had hooked up to my TV. And we ran out of the house in our underwear up to her car because she had brought us Chick-fil-A. Like and she was like, I don't belong here. And she backed out and drove off. <laughs> yeah i don't i don't i remember i think i showed up like right after she left and i was like who was that or i, I don't but i was there like inter like intersecting with her it was pretty funny so was the was the first saturday at andy's the one with the wade boggs t-shirts no that was no, no that, that was just his last just stand, last stand. Yeah. did you come to that james yeah i was there okay well, the Wade Box T-shirts was Jesse's last stand. Also, Saturday I'll, I'll at Andy's T-shirt, and it's still stained with McDonald pot mustard from Jesse. Yeah. From yeah. So yeah, for Larry, before I had Walker, my oldest son. So this is about six years ago. Uh, these Ooh, guys through really six just, years ago. I mean, he's five years old. So yeah, it was about six years ago. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these guys wow. threw me a party that called Jesse's last stand, and it happened to be a Saturday at Andy's. So to explain what Saturday at Andy's was, it started with that first one. And then we just kind of decided that we're going to go to Sat Andy's at mid morning Saturday. Like when most people would be at brunch, we were just getting really fucked up. Yeah. So the, the premise of a Saturday at Andy's is you wake up really, really early. You don't give yourself a chance to sober up. So you just start re-drinking and usually it involves everyone playing the weirdest music videos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they got pretty weird there at the end. I stopped going. But yeah. uh, for, for but my the first one, Jesse showed up. I was passed out on the floor. And there was a couple – I think Larry was passed out also. Jesse came in, woke us up, gave us Red Bulls, and was like, we're going out. And we still <laughs> went out to Chinaway Pub, I think. Oh, yeah. That, that was same later night. in the day, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, night yeah. at Chinaway, I met Ben Barnes for the first time. And as a stranger, this, like, six-foot – what six foot eight maybe yeah six foot eight probably six foot eight like 200 300 pound dude just walks up to me and just cracks my back the first time he ever meets me yeah at a chinaway pub after i've been drinking all day and that's when you knew that's when i knew i was like <laughs> god <laughs> larry larry have you ever been to chinaway pub nope not at all you know what you'd fit in for two reasons Number one, well, I'm Larry. three reasons. Three reasons. Number one, you're an alcoholic. All number, right. two, <laughs> number two, uh, you're cheap. So the cheap drinks are cheap. Number three, okay. it's it's owned by an Asian guy. So there are lots of Asians there. You're right. You are totally yeah. right. So three Thank reasons you. you will fit right in. And there's a lot of karaoke. So you might like that too. Uh, oh, so um, also, so our buddy uh, Cody from Base 110. Bourbon nice. aficionado is just joined. Uh, so Jesse's last stand, which we were kind of talking about, um, 
we with the Wade Boggs t-shirts are from an episode of uh, what's that show? Always Sunny Always in Philadelphia. Sunny. And basically, you'd make a mark on your shirt for how many drinks you've had. I still have my shirt too. It has twenty-seven drinks on it. Uh, I have mine. My wife, my wife came at two p.m. and literally grabbed me by the ear and drugged me out of that house. I went home, <laughs> dropped my phone in the dog water bowl, and immediately passed out. <laughs> <laughs> you also put a big hole in my wall. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> Tony <laughs> for three years had a poster covering it until he was <laughs> nice. AJ. So AJ's drinking a Wade Bog style ale with lots of check marks on it. There we go. I have yeah, I drank a lot of Miller Lite today, but uh, I am going home to open up a new, a new bottle of uh, bourbon. The other weekend, I opened up my 15 year Pappy, and let me tell you, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. It's really good. Are we allowed to swear? Yeah, sure. Yeah, totally ratting on Andy if we're not. So. <laughs> well, Seamus, what do you? What stories do you have for us? I I don't know. I'm trying to think of one where we're all involved. Chicago was a good one. My James's party was a good one. one. Yeah, James's oh, yeah. party. Good one. Um, good one. I'm surprised one. no one got an STD from that bachelor party. James's or Mason's. No, yours. Oh. oh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember that part. <laughs> <laughs> also, at my bachelor party though, Seamus over here passed out in a porta potty or a porta loo, oh, as he would for, call it, for hours. Yep. Yeah, for yeah, hours. And not I, just I, I for took three bit. naps in one day. <laughs> yeah, not just for a little bit, Larry. He passed out in this porta loo for hours. We could not find him. We were at this marina <laughs> and partying now, and, and no one could find him for a long time. And then so we only him found him because his hat was outside of the porta potty, and yes. we're like, "That's James's hat." <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody be watching a lot of Scooby Doo and managed to figure that one out. <laughs> I came to, and there was a, last thing I remember was jumping off someone's houseboat, Randy, and, Randy. and then I woke up to hammering on the porta potty, and someone had my hat. Yeah. yeah, and then and then y'all left me, Mason, and Jesse at the fucking restaurant, and and had to come back and pick us up. Well, yeah. there were some ladies of the night coming who were no, we had to leave. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, Cody, welcome so, to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, so Cody, like we we're talking about getting movie. trashed and being happy and loving life. We're breaking out. You know. What are you sipping on, Cody? Uh, you're drinking it. Interesting. Yeah, man, why not? Yeah, I mean, great. Yeah. So, so yeah. While we're on this, I'm going to drive home and open up a new uh, well, Cody's drinking a 100-year celebration bottle from Elmer T. Lee. I mean, that, those are selling for 750 800 bucks right now, right? Yeah, you can't, you can't find those anymore. Should we be well, this is a special yeah. bottle, yeah. What's that? Should I be drinking bourbon? Well, Larry and I are drinking scotch and cider. You drink whatever you want. This is making me feel like shit because I'm drinking Rhinebacker, which is Aldi's own brand beer. So it's like the Irish uh, Natty Light? I think Um, it's pronounced Rhinebacker. Kirkland Light? It's slightly better. It's slightly better. 
I actually did my uh, first curbside pickup from Pivot today. So Pivot is the uh, is that the cidery or is that a brewery? Well, they do both. They do beer and cider. Gotcha. So I got um, I'm drinking right now their Bad Penny IPA, which is really good. Also, they've started letting like I think local artists do all their can art, so they're all like different. Cool. And the cans are cool, but I got uh, their IPA, their blonde, a ginger cider, and their Kentucky peach cherry cider. Well, I think we talked about before <coughs> before our guests came on where like so the example I gave, you know, where I go to celebrate. So like a big deal, I'd always go to the, I'd typically go to the Merrick and have a few nice pours. Uh, number one, cause I love the Merrick. Number two, uh, I live right down the street, so I can, you know, very easily get home if I need to, but where do you all like to go when you celebrate, you know, big win for rugby? Cause I know that, you know, y'all play rugby. We played together, but, um, I'm sure that's Molly Brooks, but it's outside of that, like, thing. where do you, where do you like to go to celebrate where you're kind of just maybe with a couple of friends or a lot of friends and have a good time. I still think it's Molly Brooks. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree for me. It's definitely Molly Brooks, but I like the trashy girls. So <laughs> I don't know. Lately, it seems like we've been going to a uh, mirror twin brewing a lot for like milestones. And I don't know if that's because uh, Jamie and them go there a lot, but I think you a lot. Or a county club, but that's brunch. Yeah. I don't know if you that's in line. your friend group. Yeah, I guess it depends on which friend group I'm celebrating with where I go. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. If um, I'm here really in the Dallas area, because I live down in Dallas now, but I go to, um, man, now I can't remember what the name of it is, uh, Division Brewing. They sponsor our rugby team. They have really good IPAs. So what you want? I want bourbon. I want scotch. I want beer. Uh, well, let's let's we got to wrap up here. We try to keep this at like 45, 50 minutes. And Larry's looking like he's not drunk enough, so he's gonna do some private drinking. Now he's disappeared. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> How do you? Cody, Cody, do you have any uh, stories for us about some good times? So we're talking about getting either too carried on and getting drunk or like, what do you like to do when you have a big win? I know, you know, I'm sure you've closed some big deals at Zooty. So what do you, what do you like to do when you do that? Or who do you, who do you drink with? Where do you drink? That kind of stuff. I drink alone, Jesse. <laughs> with that mustache, you probably, nobody wants to drink with you anyway. <laughs> well, I think, I think his kids love them. Yeah. How many mustache rides have you given? Oh, jeez. <laughs> is, is this a podcast? Yeah. It's, it's public, but just audio, not video. Yeah. No, no. That, I didn't know what I was stepping into today when I joined this. <laughs> I yeah. think what you're seeing is Jesse needed a guest. He sent out a mass invitation expecting one response, but everybody <laughs> responded. <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I pretty much kind of sent it to one or two people, and then they couldn't make it, and then they ended up showing up anyway, so that's where we're at. And there we go. Uh, we're, we're loving life. We're having a good time. Yeah. 
this is the most people Larry's drank with in a long time. Oh, totally. So, so, so anybody else been spending way too much time like on Zoom or any other Snapchat yeah. video or FaceTime and just drinking with people over your phone? Yes. Yeah, I feel like between the hours of like noon on Friday and Sunday night, that's all I do right now. It's just drink with people and talk to them like via video chat. Yeah, I've uh, I told my wife I was zoomed out, so I've been drinking with people in my driveway or backyards and things like that. So yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I'll add that this quarantine thing has done wonders for my social life. See, it was shit before this. Like, I, don't have, <laughs> I don't have like any friends in Ireland. My friends are all across uh, the country, so no one wants to hang out with me. Um, but now people are stuck. I, I wouldn't say nobody wants to hang out with you. Well, you can you can ask. You them. did move yourself across the world. No, no, no. Nobody in Ireland wants to hang out with me. Um, nah. So now we have Zoom and people want to drink on Zoom. So now I have like, my social life is better than it has been in the past year. Um, I have more people drinking with me. Um, I'm actually going to miss it when this virus is gone. <laughs> when you get back, we can still Zoom, James. I won't miss the virus. I, will, I won't miss the virus. But once the gatherings go up to 10 people, I think James is going to get cut out of a lot. <laughs> Hey, Jesse, before you uh, close out here, tell me which bottle I need to open up and start drinking out of. Uh, Cody can help you with that, too. I can't, I can't see that very well, but... Well, I'll start here and just roll over. What do you got on the E.H. Uh, e. Taylor selection up top there? Uh, there's a single barrel, a barrel proof, a cured oak, small batch, straight rye. That Willet. Uh, what about that Willet? Willet. Um, oh yeah, that will it. That is a five year. Uh, not. I mean, it's going to be good. Not great, but I good. I like the E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof, one of my favorites. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, that one's already opened. I will definitely have that. Is that the one that I gave you? Uh, gave me? Maybe. Maybe that you owed me. I don't know. <laughs> no, you fixed my Volvo. This is back when, uh, this is how many, this is before I had kids. So like six years ago or five years ago, maybe I had Walker. Before bourbon was ridiculously hard to find, I spent 85, yeah. 80 bucks on that E.H. Taylor, Taylor barrel proof. Andy fixed the, kind of, we replaced the whole front end of my Volvo basically. So I said, Hey, you know, here's an $80 bottle. Thanks for your, you know, thanks for your time. And then, uh, I gave that away and then never, you know, couldn't find another one. Uh, so it's kind of funny. Damn, Jesse, that's the, well, Jesse, whenever you're ready for some social distancing bourbon, um, I've now got all of my Blantons opened. From ja uh, Japan? From Japan. Uh, so I've got the gold label, the green label, uh, the special reserve. I don't That's know. They're amazing. all in the cabinet. Yeah. Cool. But I'll trade you some, uh, some of that for some of your stuff. So I'm moving. I've, I've, pack I've packed up 149 bottles so far. Yeah. Where are you right now? I'm at oh, I'm at home, but this is my new sunroom. <laughs> I'm at my current house. This is a picture of my new sunroom. Yeah, behind me. Um, no, I packed up 149 bottles, and I would guess that I'm halfway done. Yeah, you need to you need to drink some or get rid of some, man. Well, I'm gonna sell some 
because mm-hmm. I'm buying that farm and uh, I got to pay for lots of little things. I bought a tractor yesterday. So gotta gotta use some of that money to uh, not come out of my bank account, but use some of this money I've saved out of my, in my squirrel fund. Is anybody still there? Yeah. I'm still here. Well, I think we you wrapped started up talking about tractors and stuff and I got distracted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think we've wrapped up the podcast at this point. So, um, yeah. I left Mississippi to get away from tractors. I don't need to hear that now. Whatever. <laughs> well, let's, uh, Larry, do you want to like verbally re, uh, close this out? And if we want to stay and hang out for like another 10 minutes, we can. Oh, we can hang out for as long as we want. And I would like to say cheers. Cheers. Cheers with Larry. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on as guests. We hope to have, to have you back uh, sometime, not soon, but sometime. Exactly. <laughs> cheers. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Happy I got to meet, meet Larry. <laughs> <laughs>